Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. Again, it's good to see you all here at the NCS Kingdom Culture Conversations. That's a we're, we're learning how to yeah. say that. It's only taken two Not summers. Not the KFC. No, the KCC. No. KCC, <laughs> and uh, really good, Mrs. Hunter. Are we doing okay? Right, we're doing okay. Yeah. Summer. Yeah, summer. it is summer, and uh, we get to today talk to some pretty rad humans, um, rad your pastors, yeah, my pastors. Um, from Redemption Alhambra. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of acting like they're not, I'm kind of looking you're at like you, but they're here, but like, I'm going to let you introduce uh, okay. your pastors, yeah. um, where they're yeah, from. Yeah, of course, of course. So um, from Redemption Alhambra, if you don't know, is kind of downtown, like 19th Avenue and Indian between school. like almost Indian school. Yeah. So um, uh, my family's been attending there for a couple of years and we just love the community and um, so just appreciate both of these um, men. This is Wayne Winter and Aaron Daly and um, just amazing speakers of truth, lo- love the people of God, love the community. Um, so, yeah. Love it. Yeah. And what... What's going on? How's Redemption doing right now? What are you guys, what's going on in Redemption Alhambra? Like, what's, what are you guys all about? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think things are going going good at Redemption Alhambra right now. Uh, we are all about um, living missionally in mm. the time period that mm-hmm. God has us at. It's about putting the church on display you know, yeah. and, and considering what does that mean in in, 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 our, in our context and, and really trying to listen hard to, to the Lord mm-hmm. in, yeah. in those moments. Yeah, yeah. And it feels good to be back, right? It does. It like does. I, I hope all, all y'all are starting to get together in person at your churches because it, man, that so first good. time we get... That first time we gathered outside at sunrise, and it just felt like oh, Easter. Oh, no, takes it. Uh, I feel like was it before it's November? Before. I think. Yeah, it was we before. Started- do a 6 a.m. service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outside. And Come a on. lot of people came yeah, because we, we were, were desperate yeah, to yeah. be together again. Felt good. So. I love it. And what's your involvement over there, Aaron? What's uh, What are you guys? So we lead pastor together yeah. is yeah. what we call it. Um, and a lot of that is intentional language instead of, you know, who's a leader, who's an assistant. We're really trying to live into us walking in reconciled relationships mm. and yeah. leading together and trying to lead in plurality. So mm-hmm. we're both lead pastors mm-hmm. at Alhambra. I also share other roles in other places. Like I work redemption has 10 congregations and okay. I kind of sit on a team that helps serve the other congregations. Mm-hmm. And I work for a network of churches in Phoenix called surge network. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The co-lead pastors. That's something I've not heard before. Um, how's that? How's that play out? What's that look like? I mean, it's beautiful. It's pretty it's rad beautiful. too because they'll um, switch off preaching yeah. and then they'll sometimes ta- like team preach. That's oh. so awesome. Like those, <laughs> you like that? I love it. <laughs> I love it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, 
we had no idea what it was going to look like mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Felt the Lord was, was was calling us to 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 do something that embodied um, that 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 embodied reconciliation, mm-hmm. and we thought really really hard. Yeah. Um, on that and felt that's the direction the Lord was leading, but we wasn't yeah. sure what it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like building the plane while you're flying <laughs> type of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it has been overwhelmingly encouraging mm-hmm. and um, and good. All the all the problems are are good problems. That means mm-hmm. that you're pushing in and you're living into it to a, to where you, it needs to be. But it's I think it's been really um, life giving to to myself personally. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that it's been a good display uh, for mm-hmm. for the people of God yeah. living into all the, the yeah. aspects of it. Yeah. Well, if someone doesn't go to church there, it's 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 beautiful for me to hear about. Yeah. Because yeah. my interaction with that is is the office and the co-managers. And uh, if you remember that episode, it just yeah. doesn't yeah. work well. Yeah. But, uh, but we are the people of God, right? And that's what mm-hmm. it's all about. Yeah. And, and I know there's some big words that we've talked about already: creation, fall, redemption, restoration. Right. right. Um, and actually, um, I I. Since I first heard it from you guys, so I hadn't heard that way of talking about God's story and and how we can kind of hang our understanding of things throughout Scripture and and truth. And I hadn't heard it until I heard you guys teach about it. And then since then, I'm like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Like I thought, I thought you guys made that up. So um, we did, but you they did. Oh, everybody stole it. Yeah. Oh, okay, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I, I just feel like it helped my own understanding so much. Even um, being somebody who really knows the Bible and you know loves God's word and has studied it for decades at this point in my life, you know. But I was like, oh man, that helps me. Yeah. And so we've been this summer um, having these conversations about cultural issues, but. But through this this lens of the narrative, right. and so I would love it if you guys would just kind of talk us a little bit through. Um, we've talked about it in previous videos, but I just feel like everybody kind of explains it in a different way that helps people grab onto it. So I was wondering if you guys would kind of talk us through why is it important? Like, mm-hmm. why would you talk about God's story like this? Um, and then just kind of talk us through those movements. Awesome. Does that? Yeah. So I, I'll. I'll add to that and then maybe you can run through with the story, yeah. how we see it or how we talk about it. Mm-hmm. I'll just add to what you're saying. Like I, growing up in a Christian home, I always kind of saw, and maybe it was preached this way or maybe I just heard it this way, mm-hmm. right? I kind of saw it as basic instructions before leaving earth, like oh, just right. things you have to do and right. ways you have to live. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Bible was a rule book. Right. Uh, and yeah. the commands were the central figure of mm-hmm. it. Um, and because of that, um, I really adopted a morality mm-hmm. of Christ, but didn't know the person of Christ. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is I became extremely self-righteous, mm-hmm. uh, continually kind of never feeling like I could live up to God's mm-hmm. commands right. yeah. for me. And, um, and I didn't know grace. I didn't mm-hmm. know love. Um, and so what happened for me was when I was rescued by grace and Christ broke into my self-righteousness, mm-hmm. what ended up happening is I started seeing that the gospel was not primarily just something, um, a message you heard mm-hmm. that you believed and go, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, when you really see the gospel, mm-hmm. it's like 
putting glasses on mm. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And you see the world totally oh, different. Yeah. Yeah. Like Beautiful. you you don't just see yourself different, you see everything totally different. Mm-hmm. And part of that was when I started seeing that this whole story is about Jesus. He's like the central figure. It's mm-hmm. about God. It's about there's so much reality to it. Mm-hmm. But it it if I if I studied scripture the way I was taught, which was kind of scientifically or systematically, uh, you break scriptures apart Uh and you study a part of the body. It's like scientists would like cut a body open, pull out a liver and study the liver. You may know anatomy parts well, uh-huh. but it doesn't mean I can know Wayne well. Right. Oh, like I can yeah. know his liver well, but I won't know him well. <laughs> yeah. Because to know somebody requires more covenantal. It yeah. requires you knowing their story, right. how they see the world, right. understanding yeah. their heart, their thoughts, mm-hmm. not just understanding how their anatomy breaks right. down. Right. So science may help you understand parts. And Mm -hmm. so I was taught in studying scripture that you just break scripture down into its lowest forms Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and study the little pieces Mm -hmm. and nuances, the words, the words, the breakdowns. What this does is go, no, that's not how you understand God. That's not how you understand God. It's not how you break him down into little parts. Mm -hmm. You have to see his story throughout all of history, mm. how he's created the world. Mm. You have to see who the central figure is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you don't start with that and you always are breaking down scripture, the listener or the preacher. Right. So for Wayne and I, you probably notice this. Mm-hmm. We always go back to the story Oh, because yeah. I don't want you to read this text apart from the narrative. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. if you don't understand mm-hmm. the narrative, right. you won't understand the the, no, the story, right? Yeah. And that that you won't understand what I'm preaching right now. Yeah. And so that's why the story became life-changing yeah. for me. Because it's like, uh-huh. now it's like, I'm not just studying rules and laws and morality. Mm-hmm. I get to know the person of mm-hmm. Christ that's, dis- how do you right. get to know right. somebody? Right. Yeah. Tell me your story. Right. Right? Yeah. And this is not yeah. just like a story of somebody's right. life. This is the true this story the of the whole story. world, Big right? One. In which yeah. all stories now fall under. Mm-hmm. And so it became, it was like, putting glasses right. on for the first time. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I can't see anything in the world the same so now that beautiful. Christ is, you know, mm-hmm. revealed himself. Well, and I, you kind of, when did that happen for you, Aaron? What, what, what was, was it like a, a point, a moment, or was it a, a, a longer almost, kind of process? Yes, I'm almost embarrassed to admit it. I had been preaching for um, 10 years mm-hmm. and entered a moment of massive depression and anxiety, wanted mm-hmm. to quit ministry and everything. And if it wasn't for God's grace, revealing himself to me in the person of Christ and then opening my eyes to Mm. the broader reality of scripture, I think I wouldn't still be serving Christ today. But it was like, I, I don't know how this whole thing works. I just know. It was like a salvation moment mm-hmm. at about 29 years old mm-hmm. wow. that the Lord like mm-hmm. literally rescued me mm-hmm. as a preacher, a self-righteous mm-hmm. preacher mm-hmm. from myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, grew up in church, pastored mm-hmm. a church for a while, went to Bible school, mm-hmm. 
all these kinds of things. But I didn't, I, I couldn't see the broader picture. I couldn't see the story. I could only det- constantly feel like God can't love me. There's no way. But I would also then in return try to go, but if you guys do these things and you follow these rules and you live up to these standards, then you maybe will, maybe you will, God, you know, so it was, mm-hmm. it's a rat race mm-hmm. and it's, and it's a, uh, and it's so, yeah, it was later on in life for me. I, yeah. you said, I'm kind of embarrassed. I, I feel like we all need to hear like each yeah. other's stories of those moments God's broken in, yeah. no matter what. Cause sometimes like you're never too old. You're yeah. never too young. Yeah. You've, you're never too far gone. You're never too much this or too, not enough this. And so I feel like you know, we all need to um, hear that because right. um, any one of us at any moment, God can break in yeah. like that mm-hmm. and rescue us from like that. You said rescued you from yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. So one of the things that's mm-hmm. important about about doing intentional work to, to look at the narrative is because like we we tend to start the conversation with us. Mm-hmm. We tend to start the conversation with what we are currently experiencing. We tend to start the conversation with what we are currently feel. But our part in the conversation starts at the fall. Mm-hmm. And if we enter in there, then we're, we're responding to something mm-hmm. <clears throat> as opposed to looking at an overall narrative mm-hmm. and how that narrative is flowing mm-hmm. and, 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 and what our role is inside that narrative. Um, so and and that was that was one of those like with with me realizing mm. I was living my life out of the fall, mm. and then hearing that there was there's a narrative that's bigger than me. Oh yeah, I love that. That's that's playing into everything and setting the stage that I'm that that I'm at. So if we always try to go back over the narrative. We put focus on God's intention in mm. creation. Yeah. yeah. And his this intentional loving God and he is setting certain things in motion and he is creating in a direction and he's going a particular place um with it and all of creation um is, is created in such of a way to to, mm-hmm. to to shape that, to mold that. And then in the fall, and this is really really brief, and then in the fall, um, there is this divorce from God, this mm. disconnecting from God. Mm-hmm. But since all of creation is created um, in, in, in reflect of God's heart mm-hmm. and his mind, this disconnect that happens inside the fall casts a ripple effect or leaves a, a, a wake mm. that, that now is, is casting a shadow on, on everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then um, the, there's... God comes himself, embodies um, mm-hmm. human flesh, mm-hmm. comes down to dwell with man. And mm-hmm. you continue with the story. All this time, there is people developing and nations right, rising. Mm-hmm. But all of this is in the, 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 the ripple effects of the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, the creation narrative did not s- stop. Mm-hmm. Everything is continuing. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you know, and and then God comes, and there's so much more to this, right? Right. Of course. <clears throat> but so then, restoration. Later, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forty-five minutes yeah. later, <laughs> there's you know, God restores all things. Mm. For the believer, we live 
in the tension, knowing where everything is going yeah. and knowing where everything going, knowing what God is doing shapes how we live inside the moment as opposed to just responding to the fall. Mm. You're syncing up with a creator who's doing a, a very intentional thing that has some elements that were, that predated you. Oh, right. Okay. And yeah. that's, that are also shaping the moment of the story that you're living in right okay. now. If you're oblivious to those things that are shaping that, then you won't respond or live into it mm-hmm. um, intentionally right here. Okay. Lisa Al said the tradition that why it's unique to us is like the tradition that we find ourselves in in a lot of ways starts with total depravity. Like mm-hmm. we start, we're depraved, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you start in that place, then you immediately are trying to convince people of mm-hmm. their sinfulness. But scripture doesn't start there. So when you start there, trying to convince people of their sinfulness, mm-hmm. you're starting where scripture itself does not start. Exactly. Oh, wow. Where God yeah, himself exactly. does it. You need yeah. to, people need to see their Imago Dei right. before they see their sinfulness. Amen. And that's where it's Amen. like, if you don't have the story, you always develop doctrines that are important, mm-hmm. but right. out of context. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so there's like this reality of tensions mm-hmm. where we just develop our doctrines and theologies around important sections, yeah. but they, right. they, they, they must be understood right. in harmony. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and I, a teacher of the old Testament, one of my things is like, when I first heard this, I was like creation, fall, redemption, restoration. Sure. Like, do we leapfrog the old Testament? No, like, no. because yeah. that it's not the we old Testament do for the sake of like a less than 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. just that, that thought of like creation fall, re- like immediately after the fall, God is putting Starting. into motion yeah. this, yeah. um, redemption in Christ that will come like that Christ is coming, yeah. you know? And so that's, one thing I'm always like, we don't skip the entire no, uh, no. Hebrew scriptures right, because right. that's his story. And he's telling us things about himself and and things about how he relates to people and his people and his covenant people. And that's so, the hard part of overviews, right? Like, right. Oh, yeah. But, but the sending part is the yes. two parts that we don't. So you have creation, false sending redemption sending and then the uh-huh. restoration yeah and the the sending s- seasons are that whole old covenant uh-huh. is a people being pointed to a day uh-huh. now we're living in a day where we're these new covenant mm. people being pointed to, to a, a day, day. Yes. and so we're beautiful. being sent mm. into these these mm-hmm. new and so you have to know your place in the right. story right? Yeah. right but yeah there's no way to eliminate a huge section of right. of scriptures and say, well, that's yeah. not important. Yeah. It's all pointing towards uh-huh. and sending towards uh-huh. that day. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So, can can we come back next week and talk about this some more? <laughs> yeah. um, I think. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.